Hi, I'm Leanne Spencer, founder of Body Shop Performance Limited, best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and your host. This is the Remove the Guesswork podcast, the show where I interview influential people in the health, fitness, and well-being space to bring you the latest ideas on how to optimize your mind, body, and well-being. The show is brought to you by my company, Body Shop. We work with businesses who want to create a culture of energy, vitality, and performance that underpin well-being as a competitive advantage. Our solutions include a well-being portal, an audit service, bespoke guide, workshops, and leadership coaching. Find out more by visiting www.bodyshopperformance.com. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Remove the Guesswork podcast. I'm your host, Leanne Spencer. And before we get going on this, as always, punchy 10-minute episode, I just want to bring your attention to the next wellbeing webinar that we are running on Friday, the 6th of November at 11 a.m. As I say, it's free to sign up for, and this is ideal if you look after people within an organization, so HR, director of people, head of well-being, anything relating to that, or even a business owner that really cares deeply about the well-being, the resilience of your teams. So the webinar is called Lead with Wellbeing, and in that we'll be talking about well-being as a competitive advantage. We really believe that forward-thinking companies that want to thrive and grow will need to understand how to lead with well-being, and it must touch every decision they make. So we're going to talk about scar tissue, we'll talk about the lack of human contact, consequences of potential reduction in movement and fitness levels, and lots of other things. But despite what I've just said there, it will be an upbeat conversation and really will help you to put together a meaningful and impactful well-being strategy into the future. So that is a bit about what's coming up. I'll post a link in the show notes as to how you can sign up for that. And we hope to see you there. So for this week's episode, uh, I want to talk about whether the future of our off-sites is going to be outdoors. I think there's going to be a huge um, shift in the way that we bring people together. And there's had to be for very obvious reasons. You know, at the very time of recording, the government has just announced that uh, we'll no longer be able to socialise together indoors, uh, or to at least two separate households. So already we're seeing a shift. We're being told to work from home. We're being told to, to cancel all non-essential travel. In short, it's going to be much harder to get teams of people together. And I think there's a big opportunity for companies like myself and for other companies that specialize in outdoor adventure to step in here and say, well, look, we know that airflow has got a huge bearing on uh, on your, your risk of catching viruses like coronavirus. We also know that it's contingent on the number of people and how long you're going to be in a particular area. So why don't you come along to this team building event that we're running outside and you can circumvent really all of those concerns so timing is everything. But here are the reasons why I think there's going to, to be a huge opportunity come up to get people together in this way. And then additionally, you can take from it all the reasons why I think that's going to happen are, are clues as to what kind of things think people are going to be concerned about and what you should be thinking about in terms of, of an individual's well-being or indeed your own well-being or the well-being of your family members. So I alluded to it first, but one of the reasons I think that the future of off-sites will be outdoors is airflow. Airflow is absolutely crucial. So will I get on a plane at the moment? No. Am I perhaps being overly cautious? Possibly, but I don't want to take the risk. But I'm really happy to go and meet friends outside. I'm really happy to go out and do hikes uh, with anything up to six people because of airflow. Airflow is a really important aspect of, of keeping, obviously, fresh air getting into the lungs and, and keeping away from airborne pathogens and airborne viruses. 
Now, the other reason is that I think what we have sorely missed, and it's all part of this scar tissue concept that I talk about a lot, is connection with nature. For many of us, we were shut up in homes and flats, well, almost all of us, during the actual lockdown period. But what we did see is a reconnection with nature. We saw nature really coming into its own. You know, green spaces got greener, a wild animal started to come back out again. It was just a lovely, tantalizing little insight into what happens if we just let nature step into the fore a bit more. And that balance of, of us and the urban environment and nature got addressed a little better. It would have been really nice, outside of the context of lockdown, of course, to have seen what could have happened when we just let let our, our areas sort of rewild a little bit. That's not too dramatic to say. But I think we love that reconnection with nature. More people got outside. The National Trust was inundated with people who wanted to come and visit their, their homes and their gardens. And it's an important aspect of well-being. It's very important to some people and less important to others. But it really is important that we connect with nature. Johan Hari's brilliant book that I've mentioned so many times on the pod, Lost Connections, one of those connections is to nature. It's to the, the wider world, the natural world. And I think getting people outside and reconnecting in nature again is hugely important for well-being. And that's something that, that forward-thinking companies should really be aware of and then try and do something about. Uh, many people haven't been outside. They've been, they've been shut up in flats as well, particularly some of the companies I work with who have a younger work, workforce. That's been a real challenge. So the other thing about getting outside is we get access to natural light. Now, when we get access to natural light, it does a lot of things for us, but it can be energizing. We get the production of serotonin, which is a neurotransmitter that is very, very important for mood regulation. Serotonin is, is more than that, but it's fundamentally about mood regulation. And light provides us with a natural boost of serotonin, which is why I'm, I'm so big on taking mini breaks during the day and getting out into natural light and breathing some relatively fresh air, just looking up at the sun if it's not at its peak and it's not a very, very hot day. And that's also very important for circadian rhythm. Then many of us spend too much time indoors. So going outside, spending a day outside, integrating with nature, learning new stuff, reconnecting with colleagues and connecting with new colleagues and getting a little bit of natural serotonin produced in the gut and the brain, that can have an overwhelming impact on, on well-being. Another reason why I think this is going to be the future is you get to learn new skills. So I trained as a Bear grill survival instructor earlier this year, 2020, and I've learned a huge amount of new skills, all the way from water purification to knots, to how to build a shelter, to how to use a knife, other aspects of protection uh, like fire building and smoke signals and all that kind of stuff. And it feels great to learn new skills. And I'm sure you can recall, whether it's recently or further away, a time when you learned new skills and it's just a nice thing to do. And as we get a bit older, we tend to, to stay with what we know. And it can be really nice to step away from, from the world that you know and learn something new. Great for self-esteem, great for confidence, great as well for team building. Um, all fantastic things. Um, bonding and connections, another really, really crucial thing here. Uh, it is very difficult, but not impossible, to bond and connect remotely. It is doable, but nothing quite substitutes that face-to-face. -face. So I really think that getting, whether it's sub-teams or your entire team, if you're not a huge organization, together in the outdoors with good airflow, lots of exposure to natural light, 
really integrating and connecting with nature and getting lots of serotonin produced because of that, getting lots of oxytocin produced because you're bonding and connecting with other people, with nature, but also with yourself, reconnecting with yourself, you know, doing something that's meaningful, that's purposeful, that's stretching and challenging you and seeing what it is that you can achieve. I don't think you can be too esoteric with well-being. Sometimes it's very practical, but often it's more it's more subjective as well. And it's more esoteric. You know, these things are important. And I do always try and look for some of the more underappreciated aspects of well-being, apart from talking about sleep and mental health and energy. Also things like autonomy, things like variety, things like learning new skills and and bonding and connection, which produces lots of oxytocin, which makes us feel really good and really connected as well. And then ultimately, an event like this is healthy. Now, I've worked in the city for 17 years. And if you hit your target or you want a new client or the company was celebrating, someone put their card behind the bar or it was all about alcohol. Alcohol is not inclusive. I've been teetotal for eight years. Any celebration involves alcohol isn't going to interest me. It's going to lose me. And that's the case for lots of people. Some people drink very little, some drink a lot, some drink, don't drink at all. But you're not really providing a, a healthy or a sort of a responsible sense of award when it's all about going out and just drinking or getting drunk. So this is a far cry from that. And I think there's lots of things that you can do within an outdoors, you know, bushcraft or survival event that you can map back to different aspects of well-being as well, like resilience, like energy, mental health, the immune system. So I hope I've painted a fairly clear picture of what I think will happen. And I think we'll see lots of these kind of events being offered to companies as a way of getting their people together again. And if you're interested in any of this and you want to register your interest for, for some of the ideas that I'm putting together with Body Shop Performance, my company, send an email to Anne, A-N-N-E, at bodyshotperformance.com. And we'll register you as one of the the sort of a signal of early interest and there'll be some incentives for doing so as well. But at the moment, we're just putting ideas together. So I hope that's been helpful and interesting. As always, I'd love your feedback. Just drop us a note by social media or come in through the website. I'll post a link to that webinar. And if that's for you, if you're someone in HR, then I hope to see you on that call. But for now, stay healthy, stay safe and all the best. If you'd like to find out more about what we do for companies, head over to our website, bodyshopperformance.com. You'll also have the opportunity while you're there to take our health IQ quiz. So if you'd like to find out more about how you sleep, your mental health, your energy, your body composition, digestive health, and your overall fitness for the rigors of life, take our short health IQ quiz and get a highly personalized report at the end. That's over there at the website, bodyshopperformance.com.